Hello and welcome to episode 207 of the official EstablishTheRun.com podcast. My name is Adam Levitan and I am back as I am each week for another edition of Market Mondays. As always, this podcast is designed to get you up to speed quickly on recent average draft position, aka ADP movement in the fantasy football market. In the show notes, you can find a free link to charts and the full article on this topic from ETR Director of Analytics and the man behind all this, Michael Leone. All right, let's get into it with this week's risers. David Montgomery is up to about 43rd overall from 45th overall on underdog, and he's up three spots on FFPC as well. And I think this is almost certainly related to some of the whispers and speculation out of Chicago that Tariq Cohen's rehab from his week three ACL tear last year isn't going overly smoothly. Again, I want to be clear, this is not hard news on Tariq Cohen. It's him looking stiff at OTAs. He's not participating fully. He's wearing a brace. Still have a long way to go to week one. So I don't want to rule him out yet. But yeah, I mean, the market understands how crucial Tariq Cohen's status is to David Montgomery's outlook. That receiving role is just so, so, so massive. So, I, you know, I'm still taking wide receivers over David Montgomery every time in that middle round four range. I'm taking DJ Moore, Tyler Lockett, Jamar Chase, Adam Thielen. And, you know, I'd even add that even if Cohen can't go early in the year or he's limited early in the year, Damian Williams is a far better backup than anything the Bears had last year. So yeah, I'm still taking wide receivers over David Montgomery in that middle round four range. Another riser is Michael Pittman. He's up three full spots on underdog and up more than six spots on FFPC. I'm not exactly sure what's going on here as I don't think there's been any news really around the Colts wide receivers. I'm personally kind of meh on Pittman. You know, I still think the Colts are going to use a heavy rotation. Still think they'll foolishly try to make things happen with scheme targets to T.Y. Hilton. I would note that the Bible narrative is big time in play here for Carson Wentz and obviously improved quarterback play would be huge for Michael Pittman. Wentz and Frank Reich have this bond, man. I think, I think Carson Wentz is going to bounce back and play far better than he did last year in Philly. I'll have the R&D team here at Gender Labs look deeper into Pittman's biblical status. But yeah, I'd take guys like Marquise Brown and Devontae Parker ahead of Michael Pittman right now. But I think I'm pretty much okay with where he's going. Last riser we're going to do today is on the deeper side of things, and it's Josh Kelly. Josh Kelly is up to 210th overall on NFFC, and he's up 13 spots on FFPC as well. I see the angle here, right? Austin Eckler is obviously the guy, but we know, we know repeatedly coaching staffs don't love to pound him between the tackles for 20 times a game. So there is room for a big back. And also maybe Justin Jackson gets cut. There's been some speculation around that. And maybe sixth round rookie Larry Roundtree can't beat out Josh Kelly. So yeah, I, I think it's interesting this deep, you know, in the 200s range on Josh Kelly, I say it's something worth watching and monitoring in camp if you're in a very deep format. Let's get to this week's fallers. James Conner is the biggest faller, down down to 111th from 107th on underdog. He's also down nine spots on NFFC. He's down eight spots on FFPC. This is a tough one, you know. The Cardinals very clearly did not want to use Chase Edmonds in goal line or short yardage stuff the last couple years. So I personally think if Connor has gas left in the tank, he's going to play a decent amount, probably more than most people think, and he's going to play around the goal line a lot. 
But there's also a range of outcomes. There's something in there where James Conner is just totally donezo. I mean, the NFL didn't think very much of him in free agency, one year, $1.7 million contract. So yeah, I'm a buyer. You know, as James Conner's ADP is falling in these builds where I only have one or two running backs by round eight or so, I like taking James Conner. You can see him getting maybe into round nine sometimes. I like that his tag is dropping. I'm still willing to take chances on him there. Another follower is Ronald Jones in kind of the same range. He's down to 105th from 99th overall in FFPC. And honestly, like this could be based on the fact that Silva bashed Ronald Jones on one of the pods we did last week. You know, I'm not certain that's it. I'm not going to go full shout, full shout out to us, uh, but it could be. Anyway, I, I can definitely see Paz to Rojo beating ADP because he's simply the best pure runner on a really good team with a really good offensive line, period. You know, so he's behind Leonard Fournette and Gio Bernard in the pass game, but he's way ahead of them in the run game. And I, I think, I think that the Bucks coaches know that. So I don't have a strong stance here. I haven't been taking Rojo very often, but I get it. And if you're into Rojo, be aware that his ADP is falling. One interesting thing we're seeing uh, among followers is that the elite quarterbacks are falling a bit in ADP. I've seen Josh Allen go in the 60s on underdog. I've seen Russ and Jalen Hurts falling way further than they have been at times. Kyler too. I really encourage everyone to listen to Establish the Edge with Leone and JJ Zacharyson talking about the state of the quarterback position in 2021. But yeah, you know, I- I'm in on these rushing QBs if they're going three to four rounds later than Patrick Mahomes. Like I'm not, I don't want to let Josh Allen get by me in the 60s or I don't want to let Kyler get past me in the 60s and Russ and Jalen Hurts and these guys, you know, I I think having one of them makes a lot of sense, particularly in best ball where you can't stream. Another follower, last follower we're going to do is Kadarius Toney. He's down five spots on underdog to 188th overall and he's down 12 spots on NFFC. I think this is just people realizing that Kadarius Toney does not have a direct path to a real role. He's behind Galladay and Shepard and Slayton and Ingram and Saquon and maybe even Rudolph on the target totem pole. But then again, you know, the Giants used the 20th overall pick on Kadarius Toney. So there's a lot of draft capital behind him. They have a lot of incentive to get him on the field. I don't think it's absolutely insane to use an 18th round pick on the guy. This is probably, I would guess, the lowest his stock will be. Because he'll make some plays in camp and he'll get some buzz and people will remember why he went in the first round. Even if most of Twitter and us didn't think he should have. Well, I wanted to do a quick note here on what uh, we're watching now before we get out of here. This Packers stuff is what we're watching. I mean, it's just so clearly what I'll be talking about on this podcast and what Leone will be writing about very, very soon. Aaron Rodgers, I think at this point, is really likely to play for the Packers based on recent comments. And like, we're... Teams are appointed for camp. Like, no deal is done yet. So I think it's really likely Aaron Rodgers plays for the Packers this year. We have started to adjust our stuff to account for that, moving up Devontae and Lazard and Tunyon and Amari Rodgers. I'm starting to feel better about A.J. Dillon. You know, we're expecting the ADP of all these guys to spike really sharply if slash when Aaron Rodgers back to the Packers is official. I think it's worth getting ahead of that as soon as possible. All right. And it's going to do it for this edition of Market Mondays. Hope you enjoyed it. Continue to give me feedback on this. Leave a review on iTunes. Tweet it at me. Hit us up in the Discord. Preseason DFS starts very soon, a little over two weeks away. We will be announcing our product and pricing for that 
very, very soon. Stay tuned on Twitter and the site. Also, I know many of you listening to this already have the draft kit. Please be sure you're taking advantage of the underdog credit. It's literally free money, either $10 or $35. You'd just be silly to miss it. I'll be back tomorrow with Leone. I'll be back the next day with Silva. We'll be talking with Silva about round one, deep dive on all the round one range of outcomes for each player. That's a lock in round one that we think should be in consideration for round one. Be sure you're subscribed on iTunes and YouTube. It's free there so you don't miss any pots. Four, Jerry. Four, Leone behind the scenes. I am Adam. Good luck, everybody. Mm-hmm.